Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Everyone and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I'm Marie. It is a well, it's an overcast. I was going to say beautiful because it really was beautiful earlier today. My backyard, bright. Everything's clean because it's rained. I mean, it rained fear actually ferociously last night, yesterday. Did it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. You didn't notice. <laughs> Were you recovering? I, I was. We, we had band practice, so oh. if it was raining, I wasn't hearing it. <laughs> yeah, it rained, um, but everything looks clean. My back patio is gorgeous. The one that Mariam laid for me, it just looks so beautiful. And I just had a tree, a tree trimmed in the backyard this morning too. So. It, even though it's an overcast day here in Seattle, which is kind of normal weather for us, uh, it's really a beautiful day for fall. It's just gorgeous. We're so lucky. Absolutely. Yeah. So today on the show, we're talking about the aura. The aura is a huge body of energy that surrounds your physical body. In fact, it hugs your body. It can extend approximately eight feet. So from your body and then eight feet out. And it's actually meant to extend three city blocks. So this is meant to be a very large structure. It's very complex. The aura is divided into seven layers of energy or fields as they're called. And each one has their own name and their own diversity. They communicate and talk to your chakra system. Uh, So there's a lot of activity that goes in the auric field. And just like the chakras, the aura can actually reach out through affinity. So it's not just about the chakra system you know, being just in your body, the chakra system actually moves through your auric field, moves through multiple dimensions, as do the the auric field as well. But I tend to focus on whatever's going on in the human reality, since all of us are here in a body, at least everyone listening to the radio show today. We're all in bodies, having a human experience. Um, So we're going to go ahead and go to our phone lines already. All right. Okay. Let's start with Laura. She's calling from California. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. I had a question. I'm sorry. It's really not about your topic. It's about your newsletter. (laughs) About the newsletter. Okay, great. Well, it left a real impression on me. And um, the the part, especially about, you know, the poisons, I decided, well, I have all but two. (laughs) And then you wrote, um, this really left a mark on me. Waiting until you know for certain you can have a fantastic life and never be hurt again guarantees for more waiting. Right. And so it made me think... um, about myself a lot, and then I know I go into defended mode easily, and then you said that being in defended mode protects um, you from an emotion that you cannot feel, or your your ego feels cannot be tolerated. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering how this applies to me, and I had an abusive alcoholic mother, and I kind of always blamed everything on her, but um, I've done really well, I think, in forgiving her, and I think that in pre-birth planning, I asked her to do that, to provide a contrast, but there was just something else there, and all of a sudden, I had this knowing that my dad sexually abused me and I blocked it out. Mm -hmm. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yes. But then as the day went on, I talked myself out of it. Right, right. And so I can't let it go, but it's an intuitive hit and I need your validation on it, (laughs) what you think. Well, first of all, the article that you were talking about, it was my last newsletter and it's called, What is Your Poison? And then I listed several different things that are people's poison, like um, over self-reflection, fear, doubt, worry, uh, all kinds of things could be someone's poison. Um, and, and so that's the article that you were actually talking about. And, and those of you who are listening can go to my website and read um, 
my newest um, newsletter. And so your question really is, w- was I sexually abused as in childhood? Is that the true question that you're asking? Yes. Okay. So the way I find out, you know, if someone comes to me, whether they're aware of a potential problem like that, it's not something that I'm just like, oh, I'm going to make sure this didn't happen to them or, you know, to find out if it did. It's just something that it, if it pops up when I'm looking at someone's energy system, it will be in the in the solar plexus. And what happens in the solar plexus um, when someone has had a sexual abuse, whether a man or a woman, is that it will actually look to me like a cave, like I'm falling into like a cave or a black hole. Um, the interesting thing is, is there is a secondary metaphor that I receive that's very unrelated that could be somewhat similar, and that's people who are witnesses. A witness is an individual who can sense the hum of humanity, actually feels an obligation and a deep responsibility to take care of everyone on the planet. I know that part sounds familiar to you. And, um, and, and that looks like a big black you know, area as well. So when I look at your solar plexus, you definitely have a black area, but I can't tell for sure if you were sexually abused or not, quite frankly. And the overall message, because I I know you're a witness for sure. You're an individual who um, feels the hum of the human race and actually feels pulled most of your day to take care of everybody. Is that true? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't recommend, by the way, the, the job of the witness is to learn to be neutral and so when I'm looking at your solar plexus, is it possible that you were abused? It is a possibility. And But here's the message that I get when I look at your solar plexus with that question, is that the message I get is that you have a tendency to be connected to drama. And so even if you were abused, is it healthy for you to go into another place of some sort of drama for you? Does that make sense? Oh, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Oh. I mean, I've just been stimulated my entire life I've been you know around drama so absolutely that does make you know and and the thing is is when I was pondering it I wasn't falling apart about it or well even if it did happen I wanted the contrast and he's still more than just an abuser so I'm not going to go off and you know make there's nothing we can do about it you know other than but at the same time it's like it would prove or maybe you know that's why I wanted to know because I think that I have to work on self-love a lot. Oh, I agree. I, I think working yeah. on self-love is great. And I mean, that's a fantastic and wonderful thing to work on for everyone. But I don't think you need one more bruise or one more, you know, uh, stain upon yourself that says, oh, I'm not good enough because of blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I would really look at, you know, are you adding things to the list of, all the reasons why you can continue to have poison in your life so that you don't live your life in the way you truly want to, right? Which is what mm-hmm. that article was about. Or can you look at things in a more of a neutral way, not even take it too seriously that this potentially happened, perhaps, because it's not something that we can prove right now. It's not something that he would admit to if it indeed it truly happened. Um, it, can you move beyond all the things that that all of us could name the reasons why we can't move forward in our lives. And can you just be loving and compassionate to yourself right now, just exactly the way you are without bringing mm-hmm. up history that's bruising to your aura, to your energy system, to your destiny? Okay. How does that sound? No, that does sound good. Definitely. Okay. And then, um, would this have any reason why is that the poisons that I use to hold myself um, away from my destiny, um, is, is, am I the only person keeping myself? I mean, I know that I have to prove that I believe in myself, but you know, like, um, 
I have had experiences where I can, the dimensions open up and I see my spirit guides on the other side. And I've had some fantastic experiences, but I, um, it's not every day. And I, right. I know I'm a medium, but I can't use my mediumship. And it just frustrates me. What are your suggestions there? Yeah, I do think that we are the, the individual that can unlock or lock our lives, every single one of us, regardless of our history or how many past lives we've had or how many times bad things happened to us even in our previous lifetimes. I do believe we are the key. And notice even the the sentence you said right now, although I understand why you said it because we're having a conversation about your mediumship. You said you can't experience it every day. I would spend a lot of time with your language. How are you describing yourself? How are you describing your multisensory experiences? Do you look in the mirror and say, I am an amazing medium? And I have a successful career as a medium. If those are things that you want in your life, which I believe you do, you know, how much time do you spend pumping that up? Think of yourself as as a child. And if if your parents were sending you off to school or if you were sending your children off to school, um, I'm sure the words that you would say to help them with their self-esteem and to learn well in the academic criteria of their education is, wow, you're so smart. We're so proud of you. We're so excited for your education rather than belittling or putting down an individual which stifles their growth and their confidence. Mm -hmm. So I would spend a lot of time um, speaking positively about yourself and dreaming about what you want as if it's already here because the universe doesn't care if you're actually recalling things that have really happened or if you're pretending, it's just based on your frequency, your vibration. So you want your vibration to be in that place of what you're wanting. As if okay. it's already here. Yeah, that's a challenge for me. Uh-huh. But exactly. <laughs> but you can do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the key. That's the key to, to unlock your destiny, your life plan, your purpose, is to stay in the frequency of what you're wanting as if it's already here. Not in the wanting part, because that just creates more wanting. Not in the desperation or the sadness or the sorrow so just of do, um, yeah. virtual, like virtual realities. Like I'm acting like I'm there already. Yeah, and feeling it, and feel, and mm-hmm. no one needs to know that you're doing that. Uh, although when you're in conversation, <laughs> you know, if someone says, "How's your How's your mediumship going?" and even if things haven't changed from yesterday, you could say, "You know, every day they get better and better." You can pick things that you can actually believe in that are more supportive of where you're going versus holding you back from where you'd like to be. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Well, thank you so much You're for taking welcome. Call and answering my question. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's come back to Washington State and talk to Nicola calling from Bellingham. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, actually, I originally called because I was in the car and I couldn't get your station. <laughs> but... Um, in regards to auras, can you can can we shift it by shifting our perception and what we're experiencing? Can we shift it by shifting our mental process? Yeah, especially for you because I just scanned your auric field, so I'll tell you what I'm seeing. I haven't okay. complained all. I haven't explained all the layers of the fields yet. What they mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there are seven layers of energy, you know, that make up the aura. And the first one's about the physical reality. The second one's about your emotions. The third one's about your thoughts, which is what we're going to get back to is your thoughts. And so your question's very appropriate. The fourth one's about relating or relationships. The fifth is about, you know, destiny, the divine plan. The sixth layer of the field is called we are all one. It's about feeling that we're all one God, creation, planet, the universe, ourselves Mm -hmm. as individuals. And then the seventh um, layer of the field is where we individuate, where we individualize into the beings that we are. So Mm -hmm. we feel very unique and different, yet 
we've already passed through a healthy sixth layer of the field where we feel that we're at one. So mm-hmm. it's this interesting, I think, very complex body of energy. In fact, when I work on people, I don't always work in their fields right away. If their chakra system needs a lot of work, I'll spend more time there, but I can't wait to get out into the fields because they're such large bodies of energy. They create a lot of potential change. So when I look at your mental plane, um, your mental plane's a little contracted, not much. Each field is, uh, the six of the fields are approximately a foot in width. The first layer of the field is maybe three to four inches, so it's, it's much smaller or thinner, I should say. But the third layer of the field, yours, is just um, under a foot, so it's just slightly contracted, but it's pretty gray. It's supposed to be yellow with mesh netting, and I can see yellow in there, but it's fairly gray. And it's because of the thoughts. You're probably in conflict with your thoughts. You're probably going, dang, how do I get rid of all these thoughts? <laughs> Is that true? Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's been an upsurge. <laughs> well, actually, I don't think there's been an upsurge. I think oh. that you are observing your thoughts I am. more so than ever. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as we observe something like someone who's pregnant, all of a sudden it looks like everybody around them is pregnant, right? Because that's what they're yeah. observing. So you're starting to actually pay attention to your real thoughts. Congratulations. That's Thank huge. You. Oh, you're mm-hmm. welcome. That's 50% of the work to me is observation. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a fabulous book. It is a little wordy, though, but it's called The Undefended Self. And it talks about observing our thoughts, our feelings, and then making a choice. Wow, is that where, where I want to be? Mm-hmm. This is the thought I want to occupy in my mind. So the mental plane holds every thought and belief, because thoughts make up beliefs, right, that you've had, not just in this lifetime, but every lifetime. Mm -hmm. So it's full of millions, billions, trillions of thoughts and beliefs, not feelings, but beliefs. And so Mm -hmm. what you're learning to do is to get out of your mind and be in your body, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah, Yeah, you are. So what I would do, because... It, I, you're, um, you're actually a highly focused person, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's one of the reasons why you've spent more time in the past in your mental plane than in your emotional field or maybe more present fully in your body. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because it was a challenge the first part of my life, getting in my body. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And congratulations for doing that, for getting in. And so you. you're welcome. And so now you, you want to you know, be present in your body and you're noticing still these thoughts that are there and you're wanting to get out of your thoughts. So what I would do because you're this very focused person is be kind to yourself about it because I see you being impatient, w- <laughs> wishing that you have already excelled to this enlightened being who <laughs> just free flows through life and everything's fine. True. <laughs> yeah. So be very kind to yourself. Start celebrating the fact that, wow, my observation is amazing mm-hmm. about where I'm spending the majority of my energy, which isn't in, in a healthy way. We want to have everything used within balance, the mental plane, you know, 10 to 20 percent that we're going to spend time there, perhaps, and then use our time in the rest of the fields as well and not exhaust the brain with overthinking. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely on the right track. I, in fact, I think the contraction that I'm seeing in the third layer of the field is probably really good. It's your <laughs> way of okay, I'm getting out of these beliefs. Now, what do I want to feel right now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah, yes, you're doing great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You Bye-bye. Bye. All right, now we're going to talk to Barb in Sammamish. Hi, Barb. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you today? Well, I'm hoping you can help me with my daughter. Um, I have this wonderful six-year-old who is incredibly healthy, except that she has these chronic um, uh-huh. urinary tract infection. Uh-huh. In right. fact, it's probably just one infection. I don't think we've ever been able to get rid of it. Uh-huh. 
Um, and so she's been checked out at the children's to see if there was any reflux or anything like it's that. It's all they fine. Find yeah. anything. Looks great to me. Yeah. yeah so, but we, you know, I do things holistically. So we've done everything. I have a fabulous uh, naturopath. Good. And we still haven't been able to clear it up. We have tried antibiotics twice, and that's still right. Right, Doesn't which do is it. smart, you know. Which is it's smart to when when you when when a little fails. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So here's what the emotional component is for bladder problems, and it's about feeling frustrated. Mm-hmm. So does your darling sunshine tend to feel frustrated? Well, she's a powerhouse, so yeah, uh-huh. she has her moments. <laughs> right. So I would work on helping her to have different coping mechanisms. Okay. Or at the very least, or you know, the very most, is to send her in her room and have her kick and scream and yell and throw pillows around. So she can get the frustration out. Right. You know, so we don't want it to be, you know, stuck in her body. Have you tried just cranberry? Yeah. Okay, and does that seem to work at all? You know, she won't drink the the, cran- the unsweetened cranberry juice mm-hmm. for very long, but mm-hmm. I've taken the um, the D-mannose powder, you know, that's the cranberry right. sugar, right. and I've given her that um, extensively, and it's still, you right. know, the, the, the infection will go down, and then it, it's cyclical, you right. know? It's, right. it's always cropping up and going down. Well, why don't you try some stevia in that just cranberry juice? Because I think when you're drinking the liquid in, that nice pH balance going through the urethra, you know, mm-hmm. going into the bladder and the urethra will help stabilize the level of acid and pH balance that's there, which should help her to fight potential infections in the future. Right. But work on her on coping mechanisms, really, because t- she's a really bright kid, by the oh, way. I know. And so it, there's probably a lot behind her frustration that you're not even aware of. So if even having some negoti- some talks with her about, okay, honey, you're frustrated. What does it feel like? Can you tell me what's going on with you? Right. I think what's going to happen, if it's not the first conversation, it'll be the second, and she's just going to burst out crying. So there's something, you know, she's probably hard on herself and pushes herself. Mm-hmm. And then she gets frustrated because she has her own ideals. And here she is, this very young baby. You right. Know? <laughs> Who wants to obviously accomplish a lot in a very short period of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so have some chats with her so you can get down to the core issue of why she really feels frustrated so okay. you can help her through it. And then, you know, give her options to throw temper tantrums when she is really frustrated so we can move it out. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what, but she's lovely. Oh, I know. I know. So there, so it doesn't look like there's anything physically that we No. I, I'm, I, from what I can see, no. And I'm really glad you had the test as well. Yeah. And Children's is a great hospital. They really know how to look at everything because they've seen just about everything on the planet. Yeah. They get all <laughs> kinds of interesting cases in their hospital. So you've done all the right things. And now I think it's time to have this conversation with her and see what, what comes up to the surface. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to our next caller. We've got Mark on the line calling from Graham. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Marie? I'm great. What can Good. I do for you? Well, I was uh, calling to see how my dad's transition to the other side went. Okay, great. So your dad just died a few weeks ago. Is that correct? Or yeah. Okay. And I'm really sorry about his passing, by the way. Oh, thank you. And I, I think I remember us talking about it. Um, well, I sent you an email, and you sent me an email back saying, wait two or three weeks before I uh, right. contact you. I'm just remembering, I think, the Reiki workshop, and I was oh, feeling yeah. your dad passing. You know, yeah. I was like, it was coming up. It was passing. Your dad has passed. He's on the other side. He's standing right next to you. And he's such an interesting character, your father. First of all, I just appreciate the fact that he's letting me feel so much of his emotional base. Uh, but your father just had this idea that once he left his body, that everything was just going to be phenomenal. 
And, and I'm not saying the other side isn't. I think it's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's interesting. It's curious. But your dad has inner work to do. You know, that phenomenalness that he's looking for needs to come from an inspiration from inside of him. And he doesn't know how to quite do that yet. And I'm even telling him mental tele- telepathically, you haven't been gone very long, so <laughs> just relax. Give it time. Yeah, so he was just waiting for this huge big fireworks and all excitement and a parade and, you know, and I'm not saying that there weren't things like that there. I don't really know exactly what happened at the time of his passing. Um, but what your father doesn't know yet is it comes from within. And uh, so he's, he, he now knows that actually, you know, he has some glimpses of like, dang, I even died and I'm not feeling really happy. You know, what's the deal here? And, and he feels better because he's in, obviously doesn't have the weight of his physical body and the health problems that he had regarding that, right, right. you know, but he's still like, oh, where's the fire? Come on. Um, and I think that message is a little bit for you too, that the excitement's from within. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's from within, not from outside. Yeah. And I'm working on ways to discover that more all the time. Which is perfect that when you have a loved one that's on the other side that's wanting to work on the same thing that you're wanting on, now you have all your energies in that direction helping each other to manifest that. Yeah, I've actually thought we'd probably have a better uh, relationship now that he's passed than than we did when he was here. You know, it wasn't real close, but I think that, uh, yeah, got the opportunity now to align ourselves a little bit better. Yeah. And, you know, as your dad begins to feel more joy authentically from inside his being, it'll be easier for him to connect and um, have a relationship with others. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that he, uh, he's working on things now. He is. He's I working he on it. kind of relieved that it was, he was going to be passing it, mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure how. how oh, yeah. Was he, was, he was, again, expecting like this big, huge, you know, you know when you, you're planning to go to a party or you go out with friends and you have this expectation that it's going to be fantastic, yeah. and then you get there and it's not? <laughs> That's kind of how your dad was, is, yeah. <laughs> on the other side. But uh, he's fine. Do I got time for another question here real quick? Yeah, quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on the same lines, I was, I don't know if you remember, I emailed you about, but I was just wondering what your interpretation was about this program that I'm trying to develop on uh, relieving uh, emotional blocks. Hmm, I don't remember the email. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's right. It, it might have only went to uh, to Karen. I don't uh-huh. know if she passed it on because I was just asking uh-huh. her so, about a couple of books. So, did you, were you, did you lay out the program about removing emotional blocks? I'm uh, I'm working on it right okay. now. It's kind of it's going to be kind of a guided meditation type deal. Oh, that so. sounds lovely. That sounds great. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go okay. for it. Sounds good. Hey, hey, real quick, my my uh, oldest son Nathaniel's having some dry skin problems. Is there anything that I should do? You know, to help alleviate that besides just put lotion on them all the time. Yeah, and really good lotions. You know, a lot of the lotions that we can find in regular stores are going to have alcohol content in them, and he has very sensitive skin. So make sure you get some really healthy lotions that are all natural ingredients and don't have any alcohol. Okay. Yeah, and some vitamin E. It looks like he would like some vitamin E on his skin, too. Well, I, I got some lotion that has vitamin E in it, uh, so just get some regular vitamin E. In. Yeah, and, and that lotion will be fine as long as there's no alcohol content in it because it dries out the skin. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, Sounds thank good. you. Have a great day. I will. Thanks. You All too. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's stick with Pierce County and uh, go talk to Holly in Tacoma. Hi, Holly. How are you? 
I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Um, I just thought I'd call in for an in-general reading, um, although my mom passed away in February, and that's certainly on my mind. I'm really sorry, by the way. Thank you. I think that was a a challenging passing, is what I'm feeling. You know, like, was there difficulty in her passing? Um, No, it was was just very sudden and unexpected. Okay. So that's the difficulty I'm imagining, you know, for the family that was left behind. Um, I just, I feel all this difficulty around it. Huh. Um, so you just want a general reading besides knowing more about your mother? Or? Well, or, I mean, or more about my mother. Yeah. Um, my yeah. father also passed three and mm-hmm. a half years ago, mm-hmm. too. So. Well, your father's doing great on the other side, I can tell you that much. To him, it was like this big eye-opener, like, wow, I worried about so much unimportant things when I was in a body. You know, that's kind of how I feel about your father. When people are really worried about uh, things here on Earth, I remind them that the the universe doesn't care about credit scores. You know, although I think it's important that we're responsible and do the things we need to do. But your father, at least in my opinion, was one of those people who worried about a lot of things. So passing for him was uh, a relaxful thing for him. It was, And he still feels that way. I think your mom still misses Earth. Some people actually miss the earth plane more people than not truly enjoy being on the other side but i think your mom really misses it she says she spends a lot of time with you and other family members just connecting um she feels that uh, although i think she did a great job she feels like her connection with her loved ones wasn't where she really wanted it to be so she's taking this opportunity and she and i are having this mental telepathic conference because i'm noticing you know that is this true connection when the other person doesn't even know you're connecting and so i'm asking her you know are you uncomfortable really connecting having that true intimate connection to someone um does any of that make sense to you um i mean kind of mhm do you want to elaborate about that? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I had a very close relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. um, but she spent the last few years grieving for my dad. Ah, so somewhat pulled back from her relationships is what you're saying? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I felt like we were very close, mm-hmm. even so. It just was an unhappy time. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, So intimacy is about truly connecting to individuals at a, a deep level, not just about being stuck in one place. And obviously grieving, you know, is a subjective experience. We can't rush it, right? It happens in its own beautiful process. But I, I think I do know what your mom's talking about then. She didn't feel like she really connected because she was in this sorrow or this grief. And now she's spending time reconnecting, not just with you, but other family members as well, wanting more of that true bond, like, okay, I'm okay now. How are you really? You know? Right. Yeah. So that's that's what I feel that she's doing. Okay. Yeah. But she's she's also fine, you know. But missing the Earth plane, wishing that uh, that she had enjoyed more of her time here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Thank you. All bye right. Bye bye. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we will be right back where energy and medicine meet. Become a Reiki Master the weekend of November 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Redmond Marriott Hotel. This two-and-a-half-day workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. Here's what one of Marie's newly certified Reiki Masters has to say about her workshop experience. Marie's Reiki Master Workshop was a life-transforming weekend for me. What I love most about working with Marie is her incredibly positive energy and the influence it has on me as an individual. Marie's encouragement to explore yourself and to trust what you see 
made an amazing journey that I feel blessed to have shared with a fascinating group of people. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a powerful weekend with healing and guided meditation. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 for more information or check out Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150. It's the home of mastery and mystery. Gary, who do we have on the show on Sunday? It'll be a double dose of money and metaphysics. Paul Sutherland first up, the guru of Zen vesting, and then our buddy Howard Bono, the metaphysician of moolah. Show me the money! Metaphysics with attitude. The Gary Mance Show, Sunday at 7 on Alternative Talk 1150. excited to announce the release of her brand new CD, A Healthy Immune System. A healthy immune system is the key to good health and vitality. On this CD, Marie explains what the immune system is and how the different components of the immune system function within the human body. You'll also gain a better understanding of energy medicine as it relates to the immune system. Marie shares exercises and meditations throughout this CD so you can create a healthy immune system and vital state of well-being. Also included with this CD is a diagram of the immune system and a brief glossary of terms for easy reference. To order your copy of Marie's new CD now, please visit her website at energyintuitive.com. Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say there's no place like Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie. I'm live here in Seattle where energy and medicine meet. Just some reminders and updates on October 21st. I will be at the Redmond Town Center Marriott, and I'll be teaching the two-hour class between 7 and 9 p.m., the paranormal and other happenings. So we'll be talking about the other side. And angels and guides and all the weird things that people kind of get worried about. And of course, I'll put in my two cents, which generally isn't negative. It's generally positive. So you can go to my website at www.energyintuitive.com. You can pre-register for that class or you can walk in. It's a lot of fun. I do readings in every class that I teach. We'll have Halloween candy there. And my assistant Karen, I'm sure, will be wearing a witch hat or have some funny costume on. Um, Halloween is one of her favorite holidays. And then on December 5th, I'll be teaching a class, the first one of a series of four called Healing from the in, healing from within, and it's with um, Dr. Sheila Den Merritt. We'll be at the Bellevue Residence in Marriott on December fifth, between ten and two p.m. You can go on the website, or you can call the office at four two five eight two five five six seven one to register. Then there'll be three other classes next year in the first two quarters of the year, um, one on circulation, brain health, and then immune pre- prevention. So those are really fun. I'm excited for those. And Eric, you had a great show. Was that Friday or Saturday? Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Where was your show at? Oh, at the New Frontier in Tacoma. Oh, nice. And it went really well, you said. It went really well, yeah. Yeah, we we, uh, played well and we could hear ourselves, which makes all the difference in the world. I bet it does. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so glad. I love it when people come back to work and they're happy and they've enjoyed their weekends off. And that's exciting. That's exciting. Absolutely a good thing. Oh, that's wonderful. I'll also be at the East West Bookshop in Bothell um, to teach a class called You Can Have It All. Um, I believe that class is sold out. They are doing some reservations for um, in case there's some cancellations. Uh, So you want to call the Bothell shop, and that information is on my website as well. And so why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Emily now, calling from Seattle. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi, 
Marie. I'm fine. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I'm just kind of looking for um, general guidance, just a general energy reading. Okay, just general. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I really like your energy system. Your chakras look good to me. Your aura looks good to me. Uh, the the thing that you know stands out the most to me is the back of your solar plexus moving all the way again to the mental plane, which is that third layer of your auric field. And the back of the solar plexus is how you see yourself in the world. Mm-hmm. And you have a vision of who you are. <laughs> I like the vision, but you're like scared to step out into it. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, so how come? Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to share your vision? You don't have to, by the way. No, I guess I don't. I don't really know what it is. Ah, So so you don't know what your vision is of yourself. So if you could do anything in the world, what would you want to do? I don't, I don't know. Really? (laughs) I've, I've, well, I've considered, um, starting a Reiki practice. Okay. Um, I have been practicing Reiki for a few years. And how do you like it? Uh, well, I don't have a professional practice. I mean, I love Reiki. It's right. completely changed my life. Great. <laughs> and okay. I've been volunteering at a hospital and really enjoying that. Right, right. Um, yeah. So, so would you say that part of your vision is that you would like to see yourself enjoying your own Reiki practice? Possibly. I guess I'm not really sure that's what I should be doing. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, no, this is perfect. I love these type of questions because I think it's important for people to try to figure out what is a true desire and what isn't a true desire, right? Right. And and you said, and I'm quoting you, you said, I love Reiki, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So generally what's a part of your destiny, your life purpose is something that you really enjoy, something you really, really love. Mm -hmm. And, And so what do you love about it? Um, I love that I love practicing with mm-hmm. myself. I mm-hmm. love how balancing it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I love practicing with other people and sharing it. Um, and so, yeah. so do you enjoy working on other people? I do. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can just see the immediate benefit All right. you know, to people. So I don't know why this is hard for you to decide this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually do know why. I believe that most people are scared to be who they are. It's yeah. a very empowering feeling to do something that you love, that when you love something, you're going to be good at it. You're going to be successful. People are going to like you and think that you're great because you're going to glow because mm-hmm. when you're happy, you glow. You know, that's what happens. You'll look younger. You'll be healthier. All, all of those things. And even though we say we want all of, this, all of those things, most people are very afraid to allow those things into their life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to encourage you because I agree with you. I think you would have a great Reiki practice. You, oh. you even get visions now. So is that true? Do you get visions? Um, I don't know. Ah, so (laughs) when you're working on people, do you get impressions or feelings, metaphors? What happens when you're working on... I guess maybe not consciously. No, I don't notice that. So tell me what happens when you're working on someone. Give me like, like imagine that you're working on someone and let me know kind of what happens when you do that. What happens? Well, uh, generally I feel very energized when I'm Mm -hmm. practicing on someone else. Right. Um, and I just really try to, I listen to my hands and, you know, the information, you know, that the Reiki is, is giving me as far as where I'm working. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really notice like conscious impressions. You okay. Know? Well, you're just so adorable because you just said, I listen to my hands and the information it gives me. Yeah. So that would be, you know, you connecting in a multisensory way to mm-hmm. that person's body. 
So maybe it isn't a full-blown picture in your head, although I, I bet you more 50 bucks. Sensation, right. I, yeah. Although I bet you 50 bucks if I were to, if I had more time and I quizzed you more, we'd, I'd be able to pull out a vision or two. <laughs> too. <laughs> so um, I'm encouraging you to go ahead and, and, and embrace the fear. Go ahead okay. and admit that there's fear, if, if you want to, okay. about being fully empowered or even half empowered, a third empowered, however you want to look at it. Embrace yeah. that fear. And I would encourage you to start visualizing having a practice. Okay. Is this something that if you could, if you could have a successful Reiki practice professionally, what, how would that make you feel? Yeah, I would, I would feel great. Okay. I really doubt, I have doubt, you know, that, um, <laughs> right. that, it, that it will, that it will work, <laughs> right. you know, that people will come. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so the doubts are what holds it back. The doubts are what mm-hmm. pushes it away. And your job is to stay committed to believing in yourself and that you are a value and that it's really okay to do something that you love. Okay. That's your job. Okay. Okay? Yep. Great question, by the way. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thank you. All righty. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Going to push the buttons there, yeah. Uh, Now we're going to move on to Phyllis calling from Bellevue. Hi, Phyllis. How are you? Good. Good. What can I do for you today? I'd like to find out about um, my spirit guides. Okay, sure. So spirit guides basically hang outside of the aura. They're more connected to the seventh layer of the field in a way. Uh, They're tend to hang out in you know the fifth dimension in this little alley or alcove which is the other side because they are on the other side they're not in human form at the time and you get to pick your guides before you come here so you ask beings who who you believe are more evolved than you are and you ask them if they would guide you during your life here on earth so they immediately come if they agree they are there with you from the moment you are conceived until the moment that you leave the earth. Um, I'm actually seeing three guides, maybe potentially four, which um, it's always funny when I say a number that's, that some people may think is kind of low, but I have three guides. You're actually doing some inter- some interesting work where you're about to connect to some guides that are on a different plane. I call it the casual plane. Um, so there, you're starting to move to a different level of connecting with your guides. Do you talk to the guides that you have currently that, that you're aware of? I, I do. Good. Thank you. So this is pretty normal, you know, that when you're connecting well to the guides that you see that are more connected to this physical reality, there's a whole nother set of guides in what's called the casual plane, at least that's what I call it, that are maybe more connected towards even higher aspects of higher self. So they see even a grander picture, um, an uh-huh. even bigger picture. And, and so now you get to use both of these guides groups. You don't have to just use one or the other. You can use both of them. And I see seven guides on your casual plane. So seven's a very strong number, and it means spirituality, basically. And uh, so that's what I see about your guides. That's great. Yeah. Uh, are, do they have anything to say? Well, your casual plane guides are they're introducing themselves to you. They feel like they're in this meet and greet stage. Your uh, other guides that are connected to you more in this physical type reality with a certain picture about the physical reality. I feel them a little sad because they just love you so much and they don't want me to, not that they don't want me to encourage you to connect with your casual guides, but they're just like, oh, you know, we love, she talks to us all day or during the day. We really enjoy her. Um, So the message I think is congratulations that you're evolving, you're elevating your awareness, your consciousness, where you're expanding it. And now you have 11 guides, which is 11 is a great number. That's great. Yeah, yeah. 
Can I ask another question? Sure. Uh, uh, just a general type of reading question. Mm. Um, well, I would spend time in your second chakra. Uh, feeling a little bit more of your joy. I know you know how to connect to guides and feel more of that etheric joy and passion, which is really nice, but I'd love you to be you to be in your body more and feel happy about being in a body. And since I'm in your second chakra, I'm also looking at relationships and it's important for you to set boundaries to say no when it, when it comes from doing too much for other people. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so that, those are the things that I'm getting when I'm scanning your energy system. So I would work on, on those two things. Be happy in your body and say no. Okay. All right? Great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, now we're going to talk to Danielle, also calling from Bellevue. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hi, Marie. Um, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'd like, uh, like to see what has happened to my energy, what, what your input or something... Uh, because I just lost lost my front tooth. <laughs> you just lost it's your... It's kind of embarrassing. Oh, you lost a tooth is what you said? Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I was wondering if I need to work on something or what mean, what it means because I know everything, like, energy-wise is connected. Right. So uh, can you see anything? Sure, sure. So the teeth are connected to the fifth chakra, and they're about speaking your truth, saying exactly how you feel. And I'm sorry you lost your tooth, too. I'm sure that was painful. And yeah, painful and embarrassing. Embarrassing. <laughs> I know it's hard to smile, so you want to see yeah. front tooth, and now you have to go to the dentist and yeah, get I, all I this. Yeah, I already did. That's always scheduled. Oh, good. Already, yeah. Good. I know. We're so lucky in our technology that we can... You know, make the mouth look really good pretty quick, yeah. <laughs> which is excellent. So it's about speaking your truth, saying exactly how you feel. And my impression is that I think you've got great truth. I think you're a, a very kind, giving, aware individual. And perhaps maybe some of the people that you've decided to hang out with aren't necessarily as aware. And and you're reducing, you're compromising your own awareness so that you can maintain these relationships. And so I'm asking you to perhaps find other people to hang out with as well, like expand your friendship or the people that you hang out with and trust your, um, your truth, trust it, Mm -hmm. try not to compromise it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Okay. Exactly. Exactly what has happened to me. I know. And I, I, I know that I have to, uh, know what uh, other people, there's more like my type of, yes, but uh, you know, it's kind of, um, I'm so shy. Are you shy? <laughs> well, you're My very... English is not so good. <laughs> oh, your English is great, and you're very brave to come on to the radio show. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're feeling shy, I would just embrace that part of yourself like, okay, I'm shy, I'm uncomfortable, I'm just going to give myself a little hug right now or say something kind to yourself, and then go ahead and branch out a little bit, start talking to people. Or, um, Are you on Facebook? Uh, not, no. Yeah, that would be a fun way to connect with people. Uh, you can always go to Facebook and go onto my Facebook page. We can become friends. You can mm-hmm. hang out with the people that, you know, I'm hanging out with on Facebook. That's a great way to start connection with individuals. And even if you can just put it out in the ethers that you want to meet people of like mind and you mm-hmm. want to feel safe in those relationships, I'm sure that you'll start pulling them to you. Oh, yeah. So please stop compromising, mm-hmm. you know. Listen to your truth because it's really good. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And best of luck with the healing in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Thanks. No need. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Catherine now down in Federal Way. Hi, Catherine. How are you? 
Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thank you for the call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Well, I called a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about um, some things, but you made a comment that you saw um, a man with me as as, as maybe one of my guides, I think. Uh. But I I wasn't sure. We just kind of went on with what we were originally talking about, and it's Mm. it's just been kind of on my mind a lot. And I've been told that there's a lot of women guides around me and such, but it was the first time I've heard a man, and and I was kind of wondering if this is my father's energy that's on me, which feels heavy on me. Right. Or was it somebody that's on the other side? Right. And your so your father's in a body then? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'll describe this person that I'm looking at. Okay. And, and you're right. There is still a man hanging around you. Uh, huh. And we apparently we didn't spend time talking on it because I don't think he's a guide, actually, because he looks too... Uh, guides kind of are several feet behind someone, um, not invasive. Uh-huh. And this person feels kind of invasive to me. Yeah. So he's, um, I guess he's probably anywhere between 5'8", five, 5'10", five, not super tall guy. Uh, he's lean. He's not overweight. He His original hair color is more brown, but he's got gray in it, significantly gray. It's straight, parted on the left-hand side. He has lighter eyes, so blue, green, or hazel. Um, he's probably in his 60s because he looks, I wouldn't have originally have thought that, but I can see a little bit of wrinkles on his neck, although I'm almost 50, so hopefully that's not around the corner. He's got a little bit of loose skin on his neck, and, and his hand has some aging on it. Hmm. He's wearing um, a light blue, gray button-down shirt, and a, uh, it's really more gray than blue. Then he has a lighter blue vest that buttons up. And then he's wearing slacks and shoes. So does this sound like anyone you know? No. Hmm. I'm totally lost. Okay. So do you have uh, grandparents that are on the other side? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Did you know any of your grandfathers? N- not really. I mean, I know of them. I've uh-huh. met them a couple times, but, um, you know, my dad's dad and mm-hmm. my mom's mm-hmm. dad. So does did either one of these men look like the man I'm describing? I don't know. Okay. So uh, I remember my mom's dad had, I, I remember white hair, but that's uh-huh. all I remember, uh-huh. and a red shirt. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's because we, when we were kids, we would only see him at Christmas, and that was only a few times. <laughs> it doesn't feel like your mom's dad. He was a little bit more, he was a little bit heavier in my mind, mm. and a little bit more jolly. This guy's definitely kind of more serious or flat affect. Mm. This could be your dad's dad. It's oh, I, possible. I would, would hope not. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? Because of the things that I know of him. Ah, well, you know, people do change. They don't just stay the same, you know. And again, this may not be your father's dad. I would, you know, Uh, you can listen to this show and ask your dad if you haven't written down the the qualities of the person that I saw. um, You can ask your dad what what his father looked like if you don't have any family photos of him. Okay. Yeah. And so um, whoever this person is, if you don't want them in your energy system, all you have to say is only those who are here for my highest good may remain in my energy system or energy field or and and then all beings are required to listen to the anything that has the term highest good in it mm-hmm. or highest self because we're all evolving towards our higher selves all of us are okay but it is heavy you know and your dad's energy is just more annoying yeah <laughs> it's just very annoying could it possibly be a man from my husband's family it is possible yeah is your father-in-law living or has he passed he's my well my husband's grandfather mm-hmm. yeah did, did he look like the man i'm describing kind of mm-hmm. he was more six feet uh, but um and you're saying how tall well i said five eight to five ten but quite honestly height okay. isn't my best uh yeah. 
tool, but right around that. And this man's a worrier. He he moves his hands together in that worry position, you know, just kind of like mm. wrapping his hands around each other. Um, but if you're not interested in having this person around you, then you can just say what I recommended and then he'll move along. Okay. Here's the reason why he's there is because you're actually very inter- interested in metaphysics and you've actually asked to be more connected mm-hmm. multidimensionally. And so this person volunteered and he's hanging out with you. And it, and, but it is family related. I think so. You know, but your husband is family too. So, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know where to go with that, but I'll think on that one. <laughs> okay. And maybe consider having some dialogue. You might have some interesting intuitive hit, you know, and st- before you start to push it away, why don't you okay. allow yourself to have the experience since you've asked for these experiences anyway. Okay. All right? All right. Okay. Have Thank a great you. day. You You're too. welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Always a good policy to think on that one. Yeah. And, you know, what I find so interesting about being multisensory is so many people want to have that experience, but then when they have it, they don't want to do it you know? or, the, or the, they're uncomfortable with it, let's say. And I don't believe there's really anything out there that can harm us. I think we're actually very, very safe. But those are my impressions. So why don't we go ahead oh, and go, go ahead. You're a pro, so <laughs> of course it seems easy <laughs> Yay! To okay. Let's talk to Mary in Seattle. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi. I was guided to call in and ask you, well, I was guided to call and... I don't have a specific question. I would just, I'm dealing with a very daunting challenge. Yeah, I want to, I, I don't really want to cry, but I kind of want to cry. Yeah, as well, soon as I, I do. I hear your voice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, do. I'm sorry. I wish I could cry. I wish I, I had wish the time to cry. I wish you could, too. I wish you could, too. Mm, it's very, very frustrating and challenging and exhausting. Uh-huh. So, so how much time does it take to have a few tears? Just curious. What, what you've decided is your allotted time for crying. Well, I actually don't cry on cue. Okay. Um, I have to feel completely, totally safe to do Aww. that. And it's usually, if I'm talking to someone with a caring, loving heart, then I can do that, but certainly not on the radio. Right, exactly. <laughs> so do you have someone in your life who has that caring, loving heart? No. Okay. No. All righty. The shower is a good place to cry. It can be feel, feel safe, you know, in a nice little square. The door's locked. No one can barge in. And you could certainly ask for your angels or guides to come in and nurture you while you allow yourself to have some tearful moments. Mm-hmm. I think that would be helpful. So do you have a specific question? or? Well, I'm looking for the light at the end of the tunnel here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Resolution. Right. Well, the light of the end of the tunnel comes when you're going to allow the light to come in. You know, I know whatever you're going through is very challenging. I can feel the heaviness of it. I know it's difficult, but it's also what you focus on 90% of the time. And whatever you focus on is what you attract more of in your life. So it's going to be important for you to create a light, to somehow find some light in something that you're going to let shine into your awareness for periods of time throughout the day. That's what's going to start the end of this tunnel that you're talking about. And I know that's challenging. This is also historically a pattern of yours, you know, where if things get hard and you wait till they get really hard, by the way, you're very strong. You're incredibly strong. But when things get hard, it's hard for you to turn around and, and see the more positive part of something, of anything. And I think that now that this is what kind of brought you to your knees a little bit in the future, if you can start implementing things that are more positive on a regular basis, that would be great. Like when I first got on the air today, I talked about the tree getting trimmed in my backyard and how beautiful the flagstone was in the backyard. I find things, I work on finding things that allow me to find joy in my everyday life, in my moment to moment experiences. Well, I do that. I do that. It's it's easier, easier said than done when 
the crisis is such a great magnitude that it's right. it's all consuming. Right. No, I agree. I mean, I agree with you about the crises, but I see this tendency to be connected more to the to things that are kind of uncomfortable because you're very strong. Did you know that you're a really strong yes, person? Yes, I'm extremely strong. You are. So you you allow things to pile up, things that maybe other people would think are too much, but because somehow you and you are strong, you are allowing the piling to really occur a lot more than it needs to. And the next thing you know, you've got pounds of, you know, several hundred pounds of stuff on top of you that's very difficult. So is there anything in your life that you can find that brings you joy right now? Well, I can't answer that right on the spot. Um, of course, right. mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is this doing what I'm doing right now with you. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Oh, excellent. How do you like that? <laughs> I love that. And so I'm going to ask our listening audience to send you tons of light and love and companionship and hope and faith. Thank you. Yes. So, so good. Congratulations. That was excellent. And I know the audience, because so many wonderful people listen to the show and to our station here on KKNW, we're so lucky. So I know they're going to send you tons of light. And then your job is to, in your next moment... After we hang up, right, because I can't follow you around today, although I would love to, and whisper sweet nothings in your ear so that you can be in this in a higher vibration, your next moment is to find something else to bring you great joy. Yeah. Okay? Beautiful, Marie. Thank you. You're welcome. Best of Thank luck you, to you. Thank you, Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think we've got just enough time to quickly talk to Tammy in Snoqualmie. Hi, Tammy. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Good. What can I do for you? I just wanted to just get a general reading from my guide and see if they had anything to say about uh, what I should be doing career-wise. Are you working right now? Yes, I'm I'm happy to be working. <laughs> but you don't like your job. But yeah, I would like to be doing something else. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that was my feeling overall. I was like, oh, dang, she's got to get out of that job. Is there any way you could take a break for a couple months and do nothing? Uh, financially, probably not. Mm. I'm supporting the household. So. Ah, you are. Okay. Because yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Do you have any vacation time coming up? Oh, that I do. Okay, great. Because you need some downtime where you can just get work out of your energy system and allow yourself to be more playful and free so you can allow something happy that could potentially be your next career opportunity. Okay. Because you're very responsible. You really are. And thank you for doing that, for doing taking care of your family, doing all the things you do in your work and at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really need to like clean out, detox. So then you can go, well, that makes me kind of happy. Ooh, yeah, that would be kind of fun. Okay. Because one of the great things for you is once you make some choices about that, you are so good at organizing and implementing things, you can make something happen. But you're first going to have to start, you know, connecting to those things that actually do bring you joy. Okay. So that's what I'm recommending. And then after you, after your vacation, can you call back on the show? After yes. you've made a list of some things that make you happy, call back on the show and then I'll help you move through that. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. You as well. Great. Thank you. So, wow, we have been very busy here on the Marie Manucherry Show. Uh, We've got to all kinds of callers today. One of my favorite things to do, we were talking about the aura. You can go on my website and read about today's show. There is a nice little piece of information when it talks about show uh, topics. And next week, we will have Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt on the show. She's one of my favorites. She's adorable. She's funny. Got a great voice. And she'll be here answering medical questions for people. And both of us will be helping you move forward in your life, learn to really love yourself and live yourself to your highest potential. Have a fantastic day and joyful blessings. Bye-bye.